this could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Before I get started on today's Rancast, I just wanted to let you know about where I'll be performing in the next few weeks, because that's what I got to do in this age of social media. And that's what we'll be talking about, I think, today. On February 16th, I'm going to be at Grand Rapids, Michigan at the uh, 20 Monroe, followed by February 17th in Detroit, be still my heart. I can't wait to get back there. Um, and I will be performing at the Motor City Casino. And they don't have to worry because I won recently at the last casino, so I won't be making any money there, I'm sure. Uh, but it'll be Detroit. And that will that will certainly be enough to fill my heart. Followed by February 18th, the Genesee Theater, the really beautiful Genesee Theater in Waukegan, Illinois. February 23rd, I'm at the factory which is just outside of St. Louis in what they said here is Chesterfield, Missouri, I guess. Uh, and then followed by the 24th in Springfield, Missouri, a town that I would like to put, well, we'll talk about that some other time, at the Gilios Theater, and followed by February 25th at the uh, Steelhouse in Omaha, Nebraska. And it's been a long time since I've been there. And I'm looking forward to all of these shows, but... Uh, We've got things to do. We've got people to see. We've got places to go. It is time for the 161st edition of Lewis Black's Rantcast entitled, You're Not a Doctor. And I could go on with a string of profanities that would go for days on end. It is great to be back here with you. I'm sorry. I've been uh, remiss in getting out the Rantcast. The... Uh, you're not a doctor has to do with part of the reason I could not get out there because I saw doctors and, uh, I was having, it seems as soon as I get off the road in, uh, December and finish up my stuff. And then we go right into Christmas. And then all of a sudden I, well, this people were dropping like flies around me and, uh, you know, nobody with anything really horrible, but you know, colds that went on and on and on. And coughs that went on and on and on. I mean, you know the whole story. Everybody knows the story. It's, it's like, and if you don't know it, they're going to tell you in your newspaper. But uh, here in New York, whew. so uh, I, I, um, <clears throat> I've just got to uh, say that it, it, I was rocked. Okay, uh, and I'm going to tell you what happened and the difficulty. I started started with a cold, became a flu, and then became a sinus infection, which just really came close to wiping out my voice. And uh, that was the reason that you did not hear uh, from me in terms of these rant casts. I really had to uh, save my voice for the shows that I was doing. Uh, I want to thank all the folks who've been coming out to see me because uh, their energy is really what got me through those shows. And I'm quite serious about that. And um, I uh, am back to speed. Uh, I am here with you again. Uh, I've been reading the rants, and uh, I am very excited by them. And I would like to point out, uh, before I really start ranting and raving here, uh, that it is uh, that I will be doing, uh, uh, hopefully with each show, I will read uh, one of the rants toward the end of the show You uh, that uh, one of you have written. And uh, I look forward to that and getting it out there because I've lost the, uh, I believe, part of the energy of of doing this rantcast is just being in front of that live audience. And I'm sorry, I can't uh, 
you, you know, create a, a longer show. It's, uh, it's just, it's, it, became, it, it in order for the second show to work, I can do the first show, but in order for that second show to work, I need, I need to be, I need to, to, to maintain actually a higher level of energy because it's going out through this, the computer. And I really need to, to hit it harder. And because you're writing rants, I want to nail those rants. So, uh, that's the reason we've dropped back from it, but I will be trying each night. Uh, if, if, if when I find, you know, I will be bringing out one of your rants and reading them, and I look forward to that. And uh, at the end of the week, hopefully, uh, it will turn up on that week's rants and that week's rantcast. <laughs> Unbelievable! I don't know how these noises come out of my mouth from time to time, but it's appalling. Um, so I was sick. And um, so I thought during the show one night, I would kind of throw out a little something about being sick because I thought there were two jokes there. I'd done jokes about it's going around. Everybody's getting it. What is it? The doctor doesn't know. Uh, you know, you're sitting there. You've been going through it for weeks. Uh, what have I got, Doc? Well, I don't know if it's going around. And the, the joke to me was is that... Uh, uh, it's that they don't know what it is and they don't provide you with anything. You go in there, it's like you give them, you know, a, whatever the hell your, your copay is, anywhere from 25 to $125 to see the doctor, who knows how much else. And then they go, well, you know, it's, we don't really know what's going around. And, uh, and then they have no, you know, is there anything I can take for it? No, there's nothing you can fucking take for it because it's going around. We don't know, really know what it is. It's ridiculous. And uh, I wanted to just talk about that. And I wanted to explain to the audience, which at that point, I was toward the end of my act, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to thank them for being uh, patient with the fact that I, I wasn't at full voice, uh, as if I'm an opera singer, but I wasn't at full voice. And I felt that the audience deserved the explanation. And, uh, and then I had that little joke about the... Uh, it's going around, and the fact that every third person I know had uh, been sick for six or eight, ten weeks with a cold, or with this or with that, and what was really irritating is I was taking these shots. I'm you were taking those shots, you son of a bitch. So that's what I thought. The you know once I got it out there, if there was a response, because um, we sent it online, you know, to all of those fabulous places, including uh, X, Twitter, R bar, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a shit. It's ludicrous and gets crazier by the day. And, and, uh, and it has always irritated me. And I've always found it a place really that is like high school on steroids. Okay. Um, I will repeat the joke. It's still one of my favorites. The real world is just like high school, only there are more places to eat and more, (laughs) more asses to kiss. And, uh, and boy, isn't it exciting that uh, Travis and, uh, and Taylor, they, they're having sex. <laughs> that crap. So uh, I wanted to just kind of, it was making fun, making fun in part of, uh, of what goes on in terms of doctors and stuff like that, but also uh, what was going on with me and to kind of share it with people. And, the, and the, the, I expected there to be a response to the fact that I had, um, you know, an RSV shot. I had that vaccine. I had the flu shot, which I always get because I have to, inevitably, I'm shaking a hundred hands. Okay? 
and I ended up with the flu anyway. Well, I said to the doctor, what will happen if I, you know, if I get the, I got the flu, but, you know, this is bullshit. You know, I had the shot. Well, you know, if you probably, if you, if you hadn't got the shot, it'd be much worse. And he's probably right, because I was able to continue to, to go. I didn't know it was the flu. I thought it was a cold. So I thought I'd be getting all sorts of stuff about that. And I even took uh, the shot for pneumonia because I've had it twice. Uh, and I'm hoping it helps cover cover me because it, you don't want it. And I've been hospitalized for it. You don't want that, okay? Uh, we all got uh, our illnesses to bear, and uh, that seems to be the one that I get. And uh, I'd like to just... So I get, when I send this out, when this ends up going out about me, and then in the meantime, as it comes out, there's uh, there's somebody decides they're going to put a picture of me um, with my, um, uh, which I've sent out way early on, me being, uh, getting the COVID vaccination. You got a COVID vaccination, you piece of shit. How many times have you done this? You've done it four times, you've come, God damn it, what's the matter with you? So... So they sent, somebody sent that out and it was just, that became a part of this whole story. And it was like, whose fucking business? I'm just doing this. I'm telling you this, okay? You take it completely out of its, out of its context, all right? You have no clue as to why I'm saying this apparently or that whatever I'm saying irritates you. Why would it irritate you? I'm telling you I'm sick. And then you, and then... The, everyone, every third person was uh, had, seemed to have a stethoscope writing into uh, um, into X, Y, Z, Twitter, party, whatever it is. I get this out there. I expect a kind of a backlash about the, the shots I took. I expect all of that. I expected. Uh, but what I didn't expect was is that uh, those who were kind of uh, woke, um, those who... Who, who, I, who seemed to agree with me in part about getting the vaccine, uh, you know, uh, there just seemed to be this kind of insanity of you get something out on Twitter or X or whatever you want to fucking call it. And, and people do not read. They do not either read what is there. They decide, they've made their decision. You're there as a target for them to be able to get whatever it is off their chest that's pissing them. I mean, I, uh, this is no revelation, but to see it in terms of, of a stupid thing that I had already done years ago and kind of was repeating again, it's because I thought it was apropos, and instead I get this backlash. You've got, you got COVID. The people did not hear. I never mentioned it. Uh, I may have said something about the fact that I had a shot, that I'd had the vaccinations. And that was like, well, that's why you got it. You got to get, you know, that's what brought you down. That's what undermines your system. That's what's just the reason. No, it isn't. Okay. Here's, and then it's like, you can't sit there and I'm not going to write it back. I'm not going to sit there. I'll tell you the, the folks who actually uh, kind of give a shit and pay attention, but I'm not going to, if this ludicrous. I was stunned. You know, you have COVID, you have COVID, you have, what is it in one here? A comedian, Lewis Black, suffering from the extremely common COVID-acquired immune deficiency syndrome as COVID infects the immune system and depletes like HIV. Okay. I don't have COVID. 
I didn't have COVID. If anybody, I'm the king of neurosis about COVID. I did a whole goddamn, a, a two, a really literally back-to-back specials about COVID and my neurotic fucking uh, re- reaction to it. So it was, uh, it was literally by reading these things, which I shouldn't be doing, okay, at all, all right? I mean, uh, every one of my friends has told me not to read it. I read it, though, because I'm an idiot. Well, you sent it in, and, and, and then part of me wants to read it to read to, to, I think pretty much, which is what I came close to doing, is so that if I do it enough, I'll stop uh, being on Twitter, okay? Because it's, uh, it, you know, it, I don't know what I'm really doing reading these things other than to make my, to rattle my own cage. And they certainly did this time, as they, as they call it, triggering. I, I felt like I, I literally, it put me back to when I was in my apartment by myself, uh, 12 weeks of solitary confinement and every 10 minutes thinking uh, I was two seconds away from COVID. And then every one of these assholes tells me I have COVID. And I, I, I mean, it's, why? Why? What? I have told, I have told you, you know, what I have. All right, guys, I'm supposed to explain this to you. You, if, from all of the things that I was doing, you don't even want me. And they've got up the thing. Okay. I took the fucking shot. Well, you are COVID. I haven't. So far, lucky. Knocking on wood, all right? It really was blistering, and it was a lot of them, uh, just a lot. And from people and uh, who I look at their, their uh, you know, their, uh, what do you call it, whatever you call your Twitter page. You know, look, look at their Twitter handles and see what, what other things they said. Not, not anything I'd expect. You know, what gives people the balls, serious balls, to tell you to diagnose what you have through a through a bitch you're doing on a, on a comedy show that you're obviously doing for laughs? I don't know what's the matter with me. That why I kind of uh, allow this. I, I guess it must be like. Uh, what the kids used to do called, uh, you know, and hopefully they don't do it anymore, cutting. So I read these things like, you know, in order to just kind of like really get to myself. And uh, and I really, it drove me fucking nuts. And I just wanted to get, and you shouldn't read it. Kathleen has told me not to read it. I, I, I'm i going to, I do everything I can, but it's, uh, and then somebody else wrote something about, a bit that I did, which was, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought they were upset about, uh, they said I was bigoted, bigoted, opinionated. Okay. They walked out with like, what I love is they walk out and this happens a lot with about 10 minutes to go <laughs> in the show. And, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was really literally, uh, about something that, uh, it was so appalled. I, I won't even go into it. Okay. So I've been trying to figure out what it was that drove this person out of the room. I can't think of it, of course. And I will two weeks from now in the middle of uh, another rant cast. And maybe I'll tell you then. Uh, I'm going to try to think of it and maybe squeeze it in here at some point uh, due to the miracle of editing. Uh, and uh, just going to wrap things up because I think uh, you've heard enough of my nonsense. And it was... Uh, uh, Really, uh, I think it needed a little more, uh, you know, quotes and stuff. But uh, I can't. I, I can only go back so far without enraging my machine here. And uh, so I'm gonna to just read you a couple of things. So I got this thing on, uh, 
on the, you know, in the branch that were sent in just a short piece of information. And I thought, wow, is this really real? Well, it is real, it turns out. I asked people to write in to tell me if they could confirm it because it seems psychotic. Well, no, it's not. A Florida school district, hello, um, has removed dictionaries. Dictionaries, you almost have to repeat it. Did you hear it? They removed dictionaries because it had the word dick in it, which it might as well be the reason because they removed it from its library shelves to comply with a state law that restricts the student's access to books that mention sexual conduct. Um, what if the book said, you know, maybe you should calm down. Maybe you should, uh, shouldn't should be, uh, you know, humping the sofa there, you know, um, whatever. You know, sexual conduct, you're telling a kid, what's, it's, it's in, it's got to stop. These are kids. All right. By the time they're 12, they're already on oh, Boy, I'm looking for this. I'm the, as I said, I was the filthiest my mind has ever been was when I was 13, except when I was 14, maybe, and then 15. Come on, please. You know, that's the deal. And if you and all you do is by taking it away and they're not looking in the dictionary, <laughs> you fucking assholes. Among the 1600 books removed by the as Escambia, Escambia County District were five dictionaries which contained definitions of the word sex. Who, what, 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 by the time, what 11 year old doesn't know that in this world, huh? A district spokesperson said the reference books hadn't been banned. Uh, they've been simply been re- pulled for further review. Why would you pull them? Okay. Well, it's just you can pull them because of the word dick, okay? That's what you could do, because of the word dick. So that's rather remarkable, huh? Simply pulled for further review, a dictionary. (laughs) The definition is just get a magic marker, you fucking assholes. But this one is extraordinary because I had not seen this, read this either. And this is the stuff that should be on the front page of a paper, and it just should say, who said that? And we, we should no longer quote Donald Trump. We just go, who who do you think said this? And, and, and the who is Donald. Okay, Donald Trump urged supporters to go vote for him in, uh, in, the, in the Iowa caucuses, despite, as you remember, life-threatening cold snap, because of a life, you know, despite a life-threatening cold snap. Come on. He said, you can't sit at home, Trump said before his record 30-point win. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. What a guy, huh? Your death is worth it. You bec- All of a sudden, your death has meaning because you voted for him. What? At what point don't you get what's going on? Nobody says that. Nobody but a ninth grader which is what I now put him in that category. And that's a nine-year-old, but that's even beyond belief. You know, get out there, boat, and you, and, and drop dead. Because if you do that, God, your life, you will have, your life will have meant so much to have voted in a primary in Iowa. Oh, for God's sake. We, we, are, we are lost and there are no breadcrumbs to get home right now.
And if and they, if they are, they're probably uh, flammable, and and people are running around the woods throwing matches at them. And that's what I got here from the bowels of my public access studio. And you can see the work that I've done on it. And I just want to thank you all um, for uh, hopefully being understanding about uh, my not getting this out uh, as often as I should. Um, it just uh, I, I, I tripped into my own health problems. And uh, obviously, I had a severe case of COVID. It was the many uh, who wrote in, the, all of them, seemingly. Everyone's a doctor now. And aren't we lucky? Aren't we lucky that we have a nation of doctors? So you don't even, you know, as a matter of fact, just put on Twitter what your symptoms are. And I think that's the lesson today. Write out your symptoms. Get them out there on Twitter or show them if there's some sort of a rash. Uh, I, I can guarantee two, 3,000 responses. And uh, you will really enjoy um, the analysis that these, these young doctors, these old doctors, these um, would-be doctors have to say to you. Um, and and uh, I look forward to seeing you all down the road. Uh, I really do. The shows have been, and I can't, thank those who've been coming out enough that they've been really quite wonderful. And, um, you know, I, I deeply appreciate, uh, you know, the, the response. I'm kind of overwhelming. Well, it is. And I get a little teary, which is not good. Not good for a man my age. It's enough is enough. Um, if you've not seen Sophie's Choice, I saw it this week. I had never seen it. You're looking for some kind of a movie to cry to, that's a good one. Um, I thought it was quite wonderful. Um, I mean, if you can say that about that type of movie and, and Meryl and uh, Peter and um, Kevin, uh, Meryl Streep, Kevin Klein, Peter McNichol are all magnificent. That's my movie review. It's one of the best ones I saw this year. And I, cause I hadn't seen it before. And, uh, and it's a little slow at times, probably for some people, but it, Really, he allowed the actors to fill that screen with emotion. And that's all I got to say about that. Um, and uh, I, I look forward to you uh, writing in. Get it, get, get it off your chest. Get it out there. We're going to be uh, rolling along with this. And, uh, you know, something that may happen is, is that along the way, I may not be touring, but I may just, you know, drop into a theater and do a live rant as due because I've got... I certainly have that. Uh, I can't do the two shows, but I can certainly do one and maybe bring some guests, uh, some folks that you'll enjoy seeing. So that's that's it. Have a good week. Happy. Uh, you'll be getting this on Valentine's Day. So a very, very happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I hope you had a fun Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, very fun. And that <laughs> I wish I cared. God, I wish I cared. All I give a shit about is my box right now. I'm not betting. I got boxes. I hope the numbers come up. And I believe they will. That's how psychotic I've become. Just a little bit of time, you know, wandering the country again, and I get crazy. You're the best. Thank you for your time. Thanks for spending it with me. I love spending it with you. Take care. From Kevin McThorne, a, a possible solution to all of our problems. I'd like to say that if the stupid politicians can't get the economy right, they won't be able to get anything else right either. 
We need to get all the fucking politicians out of office and replace them with rabid wolverines. At least they will get some shit done. Well, that's an interesting concept that the, I wonder how you know that the, the wolverines are, are so productive, uh, Kevin, if I'm pronouncing that right. It's the, uh, and uh, it's, I, I mean, I'd love to hear, uh, you know, how these uh, wolverines are able to, to do that. And uh, can seemingly, seemingly, you believe in them more, more than our politicians, which I fully understand. I, I think it would be just great in terms of uh, the uh, uh, watching C-SPAN to see those Wolverines go at each other. If they do go at each other, I don't know. I do know that they're the uh, mascot of uh, my brother's alma mater, the University of Michigan, the national champs this year in football. And uh, uh, maybe they've been working on some experimental work up with the Wolverines, giving them some sort of a, a you know, brain uh, that they uh, can function off of. And maybe they're communicating and, and maybe they're getting economics degrees. Look, uh, I really don't think, um, and I, it, there's a lot of things we can go into why the economy is where it's at, okay? And if you expect those idiots to figure it out, good luck, Kevin. And, and replace them with Wolverines, my hat's off to you. An interesting solution. Thank you. Thanks for sending that in. From Charles Hayes. Uh, not so much a rant, but probably one that will would inspire one in me if I knew if it was really true. And I'm not going to search around uh, to find out right now. And if uh, somebody out there or Charles can verify this, spectacular. It certainly isn't uh, beyond uh, what's going on out there. There doesn't seem to be anything beyond the stretch of our, the boundaries of reality. I found out today that a county in Florida has banned the dictionary due to adult content. Why isn't the Bible also banned to a, for adult content? Because it's like reading a pornographic novel. Well, uh, uh, I've, 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 I've heard that before from folks about the, the Bible, but if, the, if they're in the dictionary, then, then we're done. Well, no need to read, no need to write, no need to do nothing. Take that out of the library. Let those kids try to figure out how to spell. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> really quite something. A rant from Katie Wood. Bread and circuses. I'm tired of bread and circuses. Articles I've read posit that movie attendance is down because it hasn't sprung back from the epidemic. I'm pretty sure that it's because the pandemic behavior of the idiots in Hollywood illustrated quite clearly how out of touch with the um, average American they really are, and that most of us don't feel up to getting preached to by a bunch of spoiled pretty people. More importantly, I'm tired of how our country is going back in time. The education system is fucked. Equality, which has never been that great to begin with, is fucked. And one of the main tenets of our country, separation of church and state, is continually, oh, you hit this on the head, thrown out the damn window. Stacked Supreme Court, anyone? Mostly, mostly I'm sad because I wanted to believe the stories they told us that we were making progress, that the American dream could be true for, for everyone. 
that we were getting more tolerant, more accepting, moving away from our historically dark past. But we're not, and we won't, and the bread and circuses aren't able to hide how fucked everything is anymore. I'll take comedy. At least comedians are honest, where we try to be, where we've got no choice, and, and as it works out, you know, the the most the funniest things are the are those that are real and i keep saying it and it's getting a little too real every single day um just look at those headlines katie if you if you back off a little and take a moment to breathe uh or you imagine that's that this is in a fiction that you're reading a book of fiction when you're looking at uh the TV and watching what's going on in the world. Just think, oh, wow, I'm watching a live streaming fictional event uh, because it sure feels like it. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. And uh, wow, I wish there were really good, you know, the, 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 I wish the bread and circuses worked. It certainly we've got a big one coming up. Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh, that Super Bowl. Woo! And they are paying a lot of money to go to Vegas. Oh, Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> it's really something out there. And uh, they're all prepped for it. Boy, that's for sure. From Kayla Linkletter. Uh, this could be entitled, the world gets stranger and stranger, and then it's more strange. And then, whoo, wow. My sister's manager, who is female, uh, that's important. Wasn't feeling well one day and told the assistant store manager she needed to go home early because she was fighting a UTI, a urinary tract infection for the folks at home. A short while, a short while later, my sister's male co-worker said he wasn't feeling well and believe he caught what the manager had. Yes, he caught her UTI. That's not the best part. The best part is the mail store manager said he understood and said to go home and feel better. Literally. The fuck? Thanks for that, Kayla. That, it, it really, and, and then men are going to decide really what, how women, the women's right to choose. I mean, come on. That's where they, the line is crossed daily with these idiots. But this is really, really special. A UTI, caught a UTI, had to go home. Wow. 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 Thank you. Richard Abramson is uh, a, a bit livid about uh, tipping, but uh, I think you'll see why. Everybody's pissed off about tipping today, especially about the server looking over your shoulder while you tap a box with what they think your tip should be. But even worse than the restaurants are the fucking frozen yogurt parlors. At least in the restaurants, the server is doing some work. Well, they're doing a lot of work, actually. They got to deal with you. They got to deal with the chef. I could go on. The stories could go longer and longer and longer. But this is frozen yogurt. I've never gone in for one, so I'm looking forward to this. But in the frozen yogurt places, we do all the work. We get the container. We walk over to the yogurt machine. We try to figure out which goddamn button 
is for which fucking flavor? We pull it down. We wait as the yogurt dribbles down into the container. Then we go to another machine with another flavor that usually tastes the same as the first one. Then we go and put our own toppings on. Then we walk over to the cashier. We place the yogurt on a scale. The exact price automatically appears, and the fucking cashier does his one job. He announces the total as he's flipping some sort of iPad thing into your face with a series of tips for us to choose from. Oh, yeah. Then we pull out our credit card and we tap it or insert it or swipe it. Then we flip it back. And we are afraid if we don't tip, he won't give us the fucking spoon and napkin he's holding just out of our reach. Sons of bitches. It is kind of strange, isn't it, Richard? I mean, I I get a lot of restaurants especially, but... <laughs> If that's all they're doing is telling you the price of it. I, you know, they're fighting for their last moment as a job because, I mean, if you go into McDonald's, as I read in that other thing, you know, and you deal with that tower of power they've got, that huge, you got to be kidding me, um, <laughs> uh, the thing where you have to deal with that. And that's where probably your yogurt place is heading. You won't have to leave a tip because there'll be nobody, nobody there but you. Enjoy it, Richard. All right. It's the price we pay for no, not tipping. It's the price we pay for, for freedom. Oh, boy. I, I'm, I wouldn't go to a yogurt place, but I would go to an ice cream place. From Scott Reed, screaming about those, well, you'll hear. I just want to know what the fuck is up with the flat earthers. Why do they care so much about proving the Earth is flat? What do they get out of it? If the government or NASA or whoever came out right now and said, yes, it's flat, so what? Life goes on and will continue to go on. The Earth being flat wouldn't change a goddamn thing. Maybe the people who manufacture globes might need to dust off their resumes, but that's about it. Do they, want, do they just want to be able to say they were right? Ooh, do they want to boast about knowing that we're being lied to? Of course we're being lied to. We're being lied to about everything. With all the effort that these flat earthers put into their arguments, not one has been able to tell us geographically where the edge is. huh? And if there is an edge, well, what's there? Land? Why haven't we traveled there? Maybe it's water. But if it's water, what's stopping it from dripping over the side? How thick is the flat earth? If it's flat, it has to have a thickness. And what's on the bottom? And what's holding whatever is on the bottom to the earth? None of this, this shit makes any sense. When I first started hearing about flat earthers, I thought it was a joke. But these fuckers are serious. And for what? Maybe these people should take the energy they spend on their crackpot theories and focus it on something more positive, like fucking right off. <laughs> yep, I can understand why you're just a little pissed, Scott. It's tiresome. You know, I mean, seriously, reality's reality. And, and I just think some people have to be, go, nope, that's it. This is what's reality, guys. Sorry. 
too bad. I know you think this, but ball game's over. You don't get to say this anymore. Uh, we've got to move on. We, we cannot be arguing this anymore. And I'm glad you brought it up, Scott. And you made your point. And the earth is not fucking flat. Okay? Who's ever listening out there and believes that the earth is flat, um, see a doctor. Okay? All right? Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly.